Well, I mean, at some point, I really just don't know what you're supposed to say about this guy. This Woody Allen character. And trying to refute all this bullshit. I mean, other than whenever you're taking a, a completely ridiculous position and you're just fucking lying. And you just keep saying it and keep saying it, hoping that somehow it is able to just go away. And this is the Clay Tabot Podcast. ClayTabot.com, Clay with a K. Watching the uh, Alan V. Farrow documentary, documentary series on HBO, part two. I mean, I just don't know what you're supposed to say about this again. Look, on the first one, I had stuff mixed up. There's, there's too much going on. The other lady with the suntan lotion incident with Mia Farrow is her sister, not her mother. Apparently, Woody Allen and Mia Farrow have a biological child together who was a boy, and he was disappointed because he wanted a girl. I think. See, like, there's so many. It's hard to keep up. You look up on look up on Wikipedia and see how many children she has right now. No, it is. It's got to be that. It is. So they did have one. Because she had three biological on there. It says now she has four biological and ten adopted. But I just really don't know what you're supposed to say about this guy. Okay, so part two comes out. And he's been doing all this stuff with the Yoki C. Or whatever her name is. I don't care what her fucking name is. The one he's currently married to. And she finds the... Mia Farrell finds the Polaroids next to the phone. Which, he's leaving out the Polaroids next to the phone. He knows that she's, they have keys to each other's apartments. I think they live, like, on opposite ends of Central Park. Because they never got married, and he kept his house, and he lives there. Because he's making, like, a movie a year. So he's writing and doing and existing. And obviously, he's around these kids. But at some point in high school... At some point in high school, Mia Farrow's like, well, start... Taking out Soki Yu, you know, or whatever her name is. And uh, so he does. He starts taking to her Knicks games, this, that, and the other. I mean, next thing you know, they're fucking. While she's a high school senior. I mean, I, and I guess they got started, you know, he started doing this when she's a junior. And then they're doing these parallels. Like when you go back and you look at his movies, like he's always, it's always like this older man with young women. I'm not even talking about, like, someone in their fucking 40s with this, you know, I mean, good God, even someone who's, like, 22, 23, 24. No, it's, like, with 17-year-olds. Well, like, someone, I'm just now 18. That kind of shit. Well, so anyway, so she finds the fucking pictures, because I guess this progresses, and then things start coming out afterwards. Because they're reading, like, these, I guess they're transcripts from court, where... Like the doorman had to testify at some point. The maid. She's talking about their semen and this, that, and the other. And condoms and the fucking Woody Allen's house. His apartment. The doorman saying, yeah, she's been coming over on the fucking low for a long time. You know, and he's going, I'm in love with this fucking, this woman. Or this chick. Who, you know, I mean, like... See, but they're like, he's trying to play it off like I wasn't a father figure to this kid. But see, from Mia Farrow's perspective, she's like, motherfucker, like, that's my kid. Like, and we're adults. 
and you're having sex, like even like let's just he didn't allegedly not. I mean, whatever however fuck you want to put it. You ask me, he fucking he didn't fucking wait till she was eighteen. He's been pounding this like the first chance he fucking got, and she looks fucking like she's slow, like she's half retarded. I mean, she does. She looks like she's fucking slow. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, she's, like, a simple-minded person. And I don't even give a shit if she's, like, smart, like, intellectually in some ways. I'm talking about, like, her ability to interact, like, and navigate the world and understand what's going on. Like, she looks like she's simple-minded. And you can fucking take that, you know, from that malnutrition. Because she got her little fucking story. But, you know, I'm a little all over the place on this, but... But there's fucking women who are like that. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, they're looking out for number one, like, big-time hardcore. Like, they don't give a shit that, like, Mia Farrow brought her over from Sri Lanka or wherever the fuck they picked her up from. It was somewhere, you know. And she fucking, like, got left and was running with street kids for a while. Because Mama said, I'm going to be back and fucking just left her, like, standing out in front of the mall, you know, when she's, like four or five or something i guess because they got her when she was a little bit older but like this chick like she don't give a fuck that they did all that together you know that mia farrow helped her out she's like i'm looking out for number one like i like woody harrelson and like she didn't have boyfriends and none of that shit and he was the first one who come in and gave her some attention and threw some some of that fucking that you know i'm sure it's that that just raucous like insatiable Woody Allen dick. I said Woody Harrelson. That Woody Allen dick. You know, that just the the ladies just fucking just can't get enough of, I'm sure. I mean, like, I'm sure that's just like, like, once you get a taste of that. So now you got this fucking saga playing out. And honestly, like, sometimes women... And look, I'm not trying... I'm really not trying to fucking take a shot at women. Because I guess men can do this too, but... uh, I'm talking about women, ladies out there. If somebody fucking does you like this, like she's still having conversations with Woody Harrelson. Like you understand what I'm fucking talking about? God damn, I keep calling him Woody Harrelson. She's still having conversations with Woody Allen. Because I I wasn't a big Woody Allen fan. I like a couple of his movies. He's not like in my brain. Like, because I didn't grow up in New York. I'm not a, an intellectual from fucking New York. Like, I mean, you know, like, so I'm not, like, steeped in Woody Allen lore. If somebody fucking does you like this, I would be like, motherfucker, you better stay away from my fucking kids. Now, if this kid I fucking got, I'll whatever, support her, I guess, maybe. Maybe. You understand? And whatever decision she gonna fucking make, but she gonna sell me up the river for some fucking Woody Allen dick. You know, that's my man's dick. I mean, but I'd be like, motherfucker, you ain't coming to see the kids. Because she's like, he has parental rights to the, the this, that, and the other and all this fucking... But I'd be like, bitch, bullshit. If you fucking come over here, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. And we're going to take this to court. And then the fucking judge can decide whether or not these actions we talking about right now after we talk to the doorman and the fucking maid and all this, do all this other bullshit. And then we'll fucking see what everybody's got to say about what you up to and about when you can see kids and how you can see kids and supervised visits and if you can ever even see these fucking kids again and all this bullshit. And don't ever fucking call this fucking phone again because we ain't talking about a goddamn thing. Now, I do know, like, she was recording some of this. So maybe you're doing it so you can record thing. You know, I mean, 
That's a tactic. But I ain't talking to the motherfucker. There ain't nothing to fucking talk about. And then they drag out his fucking girlfriend who says, like, they got started when she was 16. And let me tell you, like, let me tell you how hot this chick is. They did all this, I guess, in the fucking 80s. Early 80s. They're giving an interview with this woman in 2020-ish, right? She's still hot. She's smoking fucking hot. She was, like, on Seventeen Magazine. Like, she's doing all her fucking stuff. She's still fucking hot. So, you know, let's say she was fucking 15 in 1980. So, she's now what? 55? She's still fucking hot. She still looks great. He was smashing that. And this woman, she's fucking saying, like, well, he never really asked how old I was. And she's saying, we met when we were 16 and got cranked up when I was 17. And he was fucking that Woody Allen dick that is insatiable. Men got it so good. Like, if you can accomplish something, it don't matter what you look like, how big your dick is, it don't fucking matter. Not like, they giving, they in love with it. They in love with it. It don't matter if you're fat, skinny. Woody Allen is the biggest fucking dork ever come down the goddamn pipe. Apparently, he running around smashing fucking young pussy. I mean, like, goddamn. Get it. Living the dream, I guess. Because he's fucking smashing this fucking bitch's pussy out when she's fucking 17. You know, what are you fucking supposed to say about that shit? You know, and all this fucking, like, she went, like, you know, these kids, like, go along with it and all this stuff. Like, I really, like, take issue with that. I really fucking do. Because, here's my deal. If you want to smash some fucking 17-year-old pussy, go introduce yourself to her daddy. Oh, wait, you're not. You understand what I'm getting at? Oh, wait, you didn't. Oh, wait, it's secret. Oh, wait, it's on the low. You know, oh, wait, like, I'm not, like, professing my love for the... Because you know it's fucking ridiculous fucking situation, and you know what it's really about. And that's fine, it can fucking be about that, but don't be acting like you're not a fucking worm. Don't be acting like you ain't a fucking worm about that shit. You're fucking real. And I don't know, I mean, am I the only guy, like, if a 17 fucking year old came in here and was, like, trying to suck my dick, I'd be like, honey, like, you need to go on. Like, get out of here. You know, I mean, like, seriously, like, I think, I mean, that's not, I think, like, that is what I would say. I'd be like, get out of here. You ain't fucking sucking on my dick. You know, she's trying to give you some of that fucking, that underdeveloped fucking tiny little girl. Like, you know, I'd tell her right to her face. I'd be like, you don't even know how to fuck. I'll fucking smash on you so hard. You will be in love with me. Because, like, you don't even fucking know, like, what's up. Like, you haven't been through any of the paces. Like, you don't know anything. So yeah, they're fucking, you know, Suki. I gotta figure out that bitch's name. Fucking Suki, you know. Yeah, she's in love with Woody Allen. And they're doing all this fucking stuff. And then here we go, here we go. Let's do some more. Let's lay some more down on this. So they do custody hearing. Apparently, like, he can't see some of the kids. Because he adopted two of the adoptee children, like, late in the game. Moses and Dylan. And then he's got Ronan, who is the... And he's a good-looking kid. He looks like his mama. But they call him Ronan Farrow. See, it's too fucking confusing for me. It is. Because they had the kid, but he's like, I don't want to know the kid, and I don't want to fucking help the kid, and I don't want financial responsibility with the kid, and all that fucking shit. Hold on. God damn it. I know, because it's like, who are his fucking kids? Yeah, I mean, it says it's Woody Allen's son, but he looks like a damn model. I mean, 
You know, but maybe the mom side transcended everything. She looked like she stepped out on his ass. I ain't even fucking playing. Because apparently, like, they couldn't get pregnant for a while, you know, and, like, she stepped out. You know, got the... They need to run that 23andMe on his ass. I mean, I'm just saying. But you don't even, like, give... you Like, you got this kid, like, you're saying this is my biological son, and you don't even give him your last name? And then he got these fucking kids with this new bitch, Tsukiyu, and they get the last name. He's a fucking piece of shit. He just is. Okay, so, anyways, he got rights to see Ronan... So he coming over to the house. And here's another fucking deal. Like, the women, they leave. We got the two parents, they got to go to the store. So they got three babysitters, essentially. Or two babysitters and a tutor are at the house with the kids. He shows up in this time frame while they're gone. And then next thing you know, he's disappeared with the Dylan girl. She's young. She looks like she's five, probably six or seven. And then he's... Here comes one of the babysitters catching him again... With the head in the lap. And like he likes to like breathe on the little girl's legs. Apparently. Because even the little girl. I don't think she's saying like. That he was like. Eating her pussy out. While she's six. Or seven. But he's doing all this weird stuff. With her panties off. With his head like in her lap. And she's telling the story. She's saying like that. Either that or it's a. The parent is telling the story of what the babysitter told her. Because there was just always a bunch of kids like over there. And these are family friends we're talking about here. And the babysitter says like I walked, I feel like I walked in on a grown up situation. Like, like there was like, like I had stumbled upon something. And then I guess she backs out because she says like I didn't want him to know that I was there. And then they can't find him again for another like 20 minutes or something like it. They're missing. And he takes the Dylan up into the attic and apparently, like, well, I mean, he fucking tosses her salad and she's seven and says, play with the train set. I mean, this is what we're talking about right now. And he's doing this, that, and the other. I mean, so now you're saying that, like, you got two family friends are lying. You got, like, two babysitters have seen stuff. They're lying. Mia Farrow's lying. The Dylan Farrow, she's lying. The little girl. And then who else? Oh, the sister to Mia Farrow. She's lying. She's saying that that shit's fucking weird. And you've been called out by the goddamn psychologist in the building who's fucking saying this is weird shit. You go see the therapist on her recommendation. He's like, this fucking therapist says, yeah, like you're fucking acting weird with the kid. But see, all this is fucking going on. You understand? And Mia Farrow is still... There's a dynamic, I don't know if it's women or being a liberal or if it's just a personality trait or what, but like at some point you have to have like some fuck you, I hate you, like inside you, like fuck you in you, like you do, like fuck you, I hate you, you can die, you're my fucking mortal enemy, don't ever fucking talk to me, if I ever like see you, I'm going to start screaming and want to like have a physical altercation, and like some people, and Mia Farrell, like she doesn't have that in her, she ain't got that in her. Because she's a nice lady, and I feel bad for her because she did real shit. Like, a lot of people do fake shit, and I'm going to give her, like, props right here. Because she was talking about, like, she had polio, and so she goes to the hospital, and she's seeing people who are paralyzed, people who die, people in iron lungs. Like, she's, you know, she's saying, I watch people, like, take their last breaths. Like, so she's seeing all this. 
And then she's seeing this stuff in Vietnam War, and they got a bunch of orphans, and, you know, like, she knows that there's, like, messed up stuff. Like, people are getting hard times. Like, and, like, she's saying, like, what she, words coming out of her mouth is, like, you know, like, you need to do, like, what you can do to, like, make things better in this world. And, like, adopting kids, because she's from a big family. Like, she's a middle of seven. So she always wanted a big family. She likes the dynamic of all that. You know, and she has this husband, and apparently... While she was away on film, he fell in love with her best friend, and so that's fucking over. And then this Woody Allen character, he fucking comes in, and she got this nice thing going. Like, all the kids are happy, everybody's good, everybody likes each other, everything's fucking going on, and he just fucking ruins it. Like, you see what I'm talking about? Like, he ruins it. Like, I feel bad for her and her kids and everything, and I'm not saying, like, it was forever ruined. I mean, this Dylan girl, like, man, she can't fucking get past this shit. It doesn't seem like... You know, like how you hear her talking. Because she's, you know, it's right now. But, you know, and, and I mean, she's a, a nice lady. And he's fucking doing, like, awful stuff. Like, like telling her, like, I could replace you fucking instantly. You ain't fucking shit. Nobody will fucking hire you. You're in my movies. I mean, you know what I'm fucking talking about? Like, how are you going to fucking be talking to somebody like that? Like, especially someone who's supposed to be, like, your, like, partner or whatever. You know, but he, he slipped in there one time. He was like, I mean, we've been over for a long time. You know, because he's fucking around with Suki Yu or whatever that bitch's name is. And that's the kind of stuff where, like, I just want to say, like, I'm I'm like, is she aware of that? Like, is Mia Farrow aware that y'all been over for a long time? Because she probably okay with it. You know, because she gets to go to work and they bring the kids and she lives her life. And every now and again, she gets that Woody Allen dick. I guess it's just so insatiable. That insatiable pounding from Woody Allen. Man, like this stuff, like it gets so... Like you just want to tell these motherfuckers, like dude, go find your pussy somewhere else. Like that's mainly like Mia Farrow's like thing. Like go find your pussy somewhere else. Like if you don't want to be with me, that's fine. But like, she's like, you're fucking like my kids. See, because he's not viewing her at like, he's just like, this is just another like woman I can fuck. And like she's going, motherfucker, that's my kid. Like, I adopted that kid. Like, I agreed to be that child's mother. Like, I think of myself as that child's mother. Like, I keep the responsibility. I I mean, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, you're fucking my kid. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember standing there going, like, what now? Like, how does all this work? Excuse me. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, Seriously. Like, what are you supposed to think about it? What are you supposed to think about it? That's where I'm coming from. What are you supposed to think about it? I don't know. I mean, like, there might be some silence right now. I think I need to pause it because I, like, I just don't know, like, how my brain's supposed to, like, move forward from this. You know what I mean? I, I guess that means it might be the end of the podcast. You know, like, fucking stupid-ass fucking Clay Tablet podcast talking about an old-ass fucking documentary about Woody. They should have just named it, like, Woody Allen's Insatiable Fucking Dick. Like, they just can't be turned down. But, you know, it was a big deal. I mean, he, he won Oscars and wrote movies, and he was, you know, he was kind of like the darling of New York. Not kind of. I mean, he was. I mean, what the fuck? Like, he was all the time filming in New York. Like, he, like, he put New York, like, on the map in that way. Or not on the map, but I mean, like, his filming, like, the backdrop is always New York. So, it, it's a... Uh, Every time, you know, I mean, whenever you, 
when you live in Manhattan or you live in the Bronx or like you've seen all these plays, like this is, it's a movie about home and people who, you know, obviously lots of people have been to New York. So you say, oh yeah, that's where that was, you know, and that, and it's down in Central Park. And I know lots of people do that, but like, it's, it looks like all of his stuff is always in New York, which that's cool. I mean, that's how you should do it. You know, it's like, I ain't, I'm fucking, I ain't from nowhere else, but it's just all this fucking shit's crazy. And then they're overlaying it with like his movies and it, you know, a lot of these movies are old, older men with young women. And that's what I mean. I ain't talking 25. I'm talking about fucking 18, 17, 20, like fuck, young, young. But I guess that's what it's all about is just pounding out fucking that young, fresh pussy. Well, but and telling them, see, this is, this is, this is what I love. Like, cause they're showing some of the movies. You know, it, it's like, and I'm sure that's what he did in real life, is you're telling them, like, you need to have, like, high school boyfriends, but this is just about the sex. And it's like, dude, you know goddamn fucking good and well that that's not how it's going to go, and that's not how it's going on her end. Like, a young woman like that with an older man, like, she's in love with your ass, motherfucker. I mean, unless she's just totally, like, sugar daddy in your ass. But you can tell that, like, you can tell, like, that these relationships, like, that are playing out, like, that's not, like, Suki Yu was not sugar daddying fucking Woody Allen. Like, she's not carrying herself like that. She's not a fucking stripper. She's not, like, that that kind of chick who's got four or five boyfriends pick up an old man, you know, to get some fucking, some nice jewelry once a month and sling him some pussy, you know, every other week on a fucking Tuesday. You know, not returning his phone calls. I just don't know what you're fucking supposed to say about it. I mean, part two. We can get into fucking part three. You know, we got goddamn part two of Alan V. Farrow. Clay Tablet Podcast. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to say about this shit.